Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. NASA wants to send nudes in space. space. Or to space, as it were. Uh, yeah, in order, in order to attract aliens. That's right. The full headline. NASA wants to send nudes, nudes in space, space to attract aliens. Uh, the images were revealed as part of a study included in NASA's Beacon in the Galaxy project. Whose nudes are they sending? Yeah, first of all. And do they think the aliens are going to well, be attracted to keep the, If we want to keep the aliens away, you might send different pictures. Do they have an alien like from, I don't know, New Mexico in the 50s? I don't know. Like where they've shown a variety of nudes too, and the alien has been like, "Oh, I like that one." Send that out to space, you know. Or you or know, if, you, if you really want to get into trouble now, right? If you want to keep them away, send that new Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition oh. cover. <laughs> Bam! Canceled right here. You have no sightings amount, have gone away. No amount of alien would make that attractive. Right. <laughs> I. Uh, uh, so is NASA tax funded still? Like, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, pretty sure. There's what does NASA stand for? Theft needed another seven astronauts. Oh, I thought it was never a straight answer. Oh, it's probably both. Okay. Really. Yeah. Um, how did the, who decides what's going to be attractive to aliens? That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> <Aliens>. bizarre. <laughs> aliens. That's what I'm saying. Do they have a couple of aliens? You know, that are like, you know, they're paging through the Playboy uh, or whatever. They're doing the market <laughs> research somewhere. The transmitted message also includes simple representations of a world map and a diagram about how Earth's gravity works. Great. Just tell them all our secrets. <laughs> how human-centric, too, to only send nudes of humans. There's more, the there's more species they, here, man. Yeah, they may be into interspecies erotica. If they're going to be attracted by the nudes, they would almost have to be. <laughs> Scientists say the message will be written in binary code, which they believe could be extensively understood by extraterrestrials. Oh, that's going to really piss off the non-binary people. <laughs> You're sending the aliens binary code? You're excluding us from this communication? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Though the concept of mathematics <laughs> in human terms is potentially unrecognizable to ETI, or Eddie, binary is likely universal across all intelligence, the study reads. Except for when did humans develop binary? Like in the last hundred years? I mean... What is it, ones and zeros? Yeah, like, yeah. like Morse code? Yeah, it's or digital, things? right? It's a digital technology. Okay. It hasn't been around for very long. I hear you, but I feel like the either-or scenario of binary has been okay, quite yeah, universal. No, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. All these people, like, they're, they're making all this hubbub about uh, Elon Musk gathering up, like, you know, $44 billion or whatever it was to, to buy Twitter. And they're like, with that money, he could have ended world hunger. And, like, that amount of money is, like, a drop in the bucket to, right. for the government budget. And so, obviously, government could have ended world hunger a couple hundred times <laughs> right. over just in the last couple of years. The weirdest thing about that, right, is, like, they said the $40 billion from Elon and the initial reports that came out was like well he's so rich that's like going to mcdonald's and just buying like a small french fry no, like he's not that rich well i mean he's rich but like you know whatever but that's that's like the comparison they were making like him buying twitter is like you buying you know a large you know, fry a large fries at mcdonald's or whatever maybe right. so whatever like just let him do his thing and all of a sudden it's like well now they, you know now it's world hunger money and he should be doing something different with it just, he could he could have bought congress yeah, for a lot, it, lot that, less. that is a bothersome thing to me that happens not only at large scale with something like in the news, like Musk buying Twitter, but even on a smaller scale where 
people want to spend your money. Yes. (laughs) And you have no say in it. And I mean, yes, of course, government is the biggest perpetrator of that, where they steal your money from you without your permission, and you don't have any choice. Well, you do have a choice. You can uh, resist and uh, go to jail or resist enough that they kill you. Human beings aren't even smart enough, capable enough to not alienate their own people. It's hard enough to attract each other at this point. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Uh, So, like, this desire... I have this theory that the aliens haven't really shown themselves to us because they've taken a look at our society and they're like, no, (laughs) no way. They are, no, uh uh-uh, we ain't going. They, here's what they do. They breed and they conquer. Those are the two things that this planet is really good at, breeding and conquering. And they don't they want, want us. Yeah, they they don't want us to like take over their planet or their ships or oh, their. Just you know. wait, we'll figure it out, and we're coming for you, alien. <laughs> Especially at the rate that humans breed. Yeah. Right. So uh, there was a comedian. I'm not sure if it was. I think it was Carlin, who said, uh, "When Mother Earth is done with humans, it's going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas," <laughs> uh, which I believe. But also, uh, somebody made a, an analogy that human beings are more akin to cockroaches. As okay. far as primates are concerned, because of the way we breed and how we adapt and overcome our environments and our survivability and all that kind of stuff. So it's an interesting analogy. Are we really breeding that much more, though? I mean, the, the baby boomers get the name because they've, like, bred the most. Richard Rich had a uh, vacation. You were at, uh, not Stimpy Fair, but Ren Fair? The Ren Fair, yes. So did, did you, do you feel renaissance Are you a renaissance man? Um, eh. Like, you, I had fun. Okay. I definitely had fun. All right, good, it was a good. smaller fair. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. I would probably go back. Um, I don't want to say, like, it's my thing, right? Like, I'm not going to, you know, get in full Renaissance costume. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they did some, like, sword fighting demonstrations and some, you know. One th- okay, I will say this. Like, one complaint that I, there was, like, a black powder firearm or not firearm demonstration. And, man... If there was no balls in the in the black powder pistols, like even if there weren't, yeah. right, the the safety protocols was a little lacking, a little questionable. <laughs> a little questionable. Yeah. Well, like, I'm, sitting front, I'm sitting front row, man, and like they they demoed like three pistols, Playing and I right got flagged like three times. Uh, so, did you have uh, a lot of mead? Uh, I don't drink, so I had. Uh, how about did you have a fresh squeezed lemonade? Did you uh, walk around with like a giant turkey leg? Oh, this yeah. one did not have the turkey leg. What? Right? Wow. Oh, I was told I have to go to another Ren Fair to get the turkey leg. From the status perspective, it depends, right? Because it's it's the velocity of money, it's the time preference of money. If if he if he makes all those profits and lets it sit in a savings account somewhere, for example, right? Not not the like he's only rich on paper because he's got stock valued a certain amount. Um then it doesn't get spent back into the economy right away. That's the time preference. And the Keynesians, like the, the poor people now, want that spent back into the economy ASAP, not saved for later. Wait a minute. You can't even say that. He, I just did. He, that, that hasn't been his practice. He's been in the business. He's been making money. And he hasn't uh, done anything but put it back into the, you know, Yes, we know. Capital system that uh, that makes that that makes more money. Possibly, 
I, I mean, I, I don't I don't see any evidence that he hasn't done that, as opposed to government who doesn't need to even do anything uh, to generate a profit. In fact, they're, they're the exact opposite of an entrepreneur where they take money from people. It, we don't give it to them. They take it. I am old. I'm, yes, we know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes, we know. Be, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be five decades, like, wow. like next week. Damn. So I come from a time. I'm a time traveler. I've from traveled, a time. I've, I've traveled to the past because, well, I was born there. From and a I've land. traveled into the future, which is now. Right. And I Traveling co- time in one direction. I come from a, a time <laughs> before caller ID existed. Oh, man, where you could actually prank call people? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. About it? I actually did real prank phone calls where nobody knew. There was no star six nine redial yeah. option. There's you had to dial the number. You had to actually have yeah, rotary phones. Yeah, do you dial. have olive oil in a bottle? <laughs> Prince William in a can. <laughs> Let him out. <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go get it. Did all of those. All of them. Every one of them. Uh, we had, uh, I don't remember who it was. We had some neighbor down the street we called. They were like, hey, we just want to call and let you know your car has uh, rolled down the driveway. We think you left it in neutral. And they're like, oh, no. And they, they slam the phone down. And we hear them run out. And the door open. And they come back. And we hear them run back. And the door opens. And they're like, you goddamn kids. I'm going to run, run, run. And like, we hang up as soon as they pick up the phone and try and yell at us. By combing through the pile of leaked information, scraping phone numbers from emails, and combining the results with those found in public sources, the creators of Waste Russian Time dot today say they've assembled more than five thousand Russian government phone numbers, landlines, and cell phones included. Uh, that include members of Russian military police staff of its parliaments, known as the Duma or the Duma. <laughs> and and even Russia's Federal Security Service, or FSB, all of which are now targets of its automated robo-dialing campaign. WasteRussianTime.today is designed to work by starting a VoIP call, automatically dialing 40 of the leaked phone numbers, and merging the user onto a three-way call with the first two <laughs> Russian officials' phones that connect. <laughs> so it's random, too. You ever pick up a call accidentally while you're trying to dial out? It's like, no, you called me. <laughs> No, you called me. Like, this is the whole idea. Yes, definitely. The site's creators say that they decided not to let visitors to the site actually speak on the calls for fear that they might say something that could identify and endanger themselves. So they're looking out for, wow. for, the, for the activists. Right, yeah. But another hacktivist makes that possible on their own site. Talk to Russian officials. Totally good. So instead, the site functions as kind of a performance art installation, allowing visitors to silently observe and enjoy its spam calls. Quote, join the civil intervention against war, a message on the site reads. U.S. tech titans look to ditch passwords. Uh, Apple, Google, and Microsoft said Thursday, and this article is from May 5th, so they said a couple of weeks ago, that they are looking to get rid of passwords and replace them with a more secure way. To access accounts or devices. They already have the biometrics on your phone. The U.S. Tech Titans jointly announced support for a common standard that will let people sign in by unlocking their mobile phones, say, with fingerprint or face recognition. Or chip. Are you sure that's from this year? <laughs> How about a chip? It's, you have to pay attention to what they're not saying. Oh, okay. Right? Oh. So U.S. Titans uh, jointly announced that, that blah, blah, blah. The complete shift to a passwordless world will begin 
with consumers making it a natural part of their lives, said Microsoft Vice President Alex Simons. What they're talking about is getting rid of passwords. Okay. Not having, you know, uh, facial recognition and biometrics and fingerprints in addition to passwords, but getting rid of passwords altogether. What does that mean for tech privacy? That means that no matter what your interaction is online, you will be identified. Okay. Period. Well, and also, at least with the phone, um, I think it's been adjudicated that you can't be compelled to say your passphrase or your code. I want you guys to try to guess which state in the union is the number one in campground killings. It's not New Hampshire. No, Florida. probably not. Uh, okay, so I just I just want to clarify. It, it is not New Hampshire, correct? No, we're about it's not to go New camping. Ham- okay, because right. <laughs> you know we're going to do some camping here in a couple of weeks. Okay. I said Florida because it just seems like a Florida man type of story, uh, and and no no magic rectangles. Oh, I'm not looking. At the, I'm not looking. Uh, I mean, I went camping last night. I'm still alive, it's, so it's not New Hampshire. I would say it's got to be Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia. I, I knew one of y'all. I knew one of y'all was going to go there. Devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> How ironic! <laughs> you, you, you don't understand the irony of that. But <laughs> was the okay. microphone on during the break? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, so let's see. You guess Georgia. What did you say? I said Florida because it seems Florida. like a Florida man story. I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma. Well, I tell you what. I hate to bust y'all's bubble, but. Michigan's number one in something. Oh, wow. What did you do? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you are you telling us that... It's all the Canadians crossing the border. <laughs> well, they like to eat them first. They're more tender. <laughs> wait, so you're the one going into Canada and taking out the are you, no, are, you, are, are, you, are you marinating them in Molson ice or something? We invaded Iraq. We invaded Afghanistan, and President Biden, our illustrious fearless leader, has now sent in special forces into godforsaken Somalia. What the hell are we doing there? <laughs> well, um, so first of all, I just want to make sure that I clarify. I know what you say or what you mean when you say we. You mean the United States government. Yes, sir. Uh, and so uh, I'm not part of that. Uh, I don't uh, claim that. Then let me you know. be dilly more dilly. specific. The American federal government and military. Yes. Uh, what are, quote, we, unquote, doing there? Uh, the same thing as they've been doing, and, and this is my opinion, we'll go around the table here, uh, my opinion, the same thing that they've been doing since I've been alive, and that is continuing to build the empire. I'm going to go with laundering money. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering. Oh, I like that. I like that. Richie Rich says laundering money. Steve Classic? Yeah. Uh, Do we have to take down our Ukrainian decorations? Oh, and put up uh, Somali decorations? Nah. Uh, Gigi, is it, is it? You're not woke until you do. Is, I like what Richie Rich said. Uh? <laughs> the answer to reparations is, well, you're talking about uh, the, gu- the, the organization that actually perpetrated these things now giving people m- money that they first took from everybody else. Uh, you see, and so I, I, I don't think that's a viable solution to the problem. I think the better solution, of course, is to just get rid of the organization that does these evil things. In my opinion, so, yes. yeah. Let I, me I, let me ask a, a different question or the same question, a different way. Um, okay. Should 
I guess, should the people, if you can find the individuals who are actually affected by this, should they not be made whole again? And if so, by whom then? And how? Right. So if, yeah. if, you're, if we're saying no to reparations, right, if it's like, oh, my grandfather was like kicked off the reservation and has haircut, right, you are not owed anything. Your grandfather's owed anything, and it's hard I to pass that along. I agree with that, yeah. Right? And, Yes, yeah, in order, I agree with that. Uh, you hit on a nice point, Richie Rich, and that is in order for justice to occur, whoever the affected people were need to be made whole again. But the question is by whom and then, of course, how. Right. Right. So yeah. my my disagreement is with the how. Right. The reparations. Uh, the, 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 because generally we're talking about what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But what's so sad is that uh, it remains a neglected issue and a forgotten element of our own social history you have to have a different password uh, that is uh, in my opinion longer than whatever they recommend right some sites are like your password has to be a minimum of Ten eight characters and it has to be numbers and letters and caps and special characters and blah 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 so like just you know take that and like make it actually more than that right yes. take those as the minimum double and that 10 percent and yeah, double and add ten percent, something along those lines. But develop your own system because that's the point of being an individual: is that you have the ability to do these things. Then, if you want to use something similar to a password manager, feel free to do so, so that you are human. You don't forget. Yeah, but people forget. Yeah. So. so that's why they reuse the same passwords to make it insecure. <laughs> Password one two. There, there's there's a right way, but what is wrong for certain is for these tech companies to be eliminating. <laughs> The use of passwords, because what comes with that is the elimination of online privacy. Are they maybe they're trying to eliminate the passwords again because they've realized it's insecure for most users, and it's a cost to them when it gets hacked. It's not insecure for most users. In fact, it's plenty secure for most users. They're pointing out the dumb people Stupid as users. the security flaw who who use it incorrectly. Right, but those people are going to cost them if there's a hack or a leak. Small percentage small of the percent? people who okay. who use you know these services what it what they want of course is to be able to track everything you do because these tech giants are in the business of tracking you off the bat i want to wish everyone in the world a happy bitcoin pizza day happy bitcoin yeah. pizza day <laughs> yes uh, uh some how many years ago peakless um let's see that was 2009 i think yeah yeah okay so do the Hopefully, math let's see uh 2009 was when it was released Sorry, I, I don't keep track of years too often. 13 years, according to uh, Steve Classic. Thank you. Quick math, quick math. Thank you for the quick math. So did math. you buy a pizza with Bitcoin today, Pigless? I haven't. Um, my uh, my neighbor and landlord did, though. Okay, cool. So you participated at least. So last year, this particular anniversary fell uh, on a, a day in which I was hosting the show, and I did indeed buy pizza with bitcoin from a little place called little zoe's pizza in Keene, new hampshire because uh, they 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 do accept cryptocurrency uh and so i did that however they're closed on sunday so i was unable to buy bitcoin pizza today we did have a little uh, civil disobedience style gathering last night in the Keene circle uh where one of the participants did bring a pizza which they purchased with bitcoin so we celebrated uh, the night before no, but if it was after midnight, Nina Jankovic is uh, is uh, off the has resigned from the disinformation board. Right, I heard that Janky bitch was uh, out. 
but they hired or so some, they want you to believe. Right, right. Yeah. And and they put the whole thing on quote pause unquote. But didn't they hire Ooh. some guy named Jerkoff or something? Like Chet. Um. Like, I haven't seen it, but like I, I, I'm just happy that the Auntie Poppins is gone, and uh, <laughs> wherever she goes, I'm sure it's going to be somewhere terrible. And I'd also like all the listeners to know that a lot of this probably had to do with the uh, um, Integrity Initiative leak. There was a, a really big leak that hasn't gotten a lot of press, so if anyone wants to look into that, it is really telling. Okay, consider me the conspiracy theorist then. I don't think the disinformation board is going anywhere. No, in fact. It's just going back into the deep state recesses where it's not being publicized. Oh, here it is. So this is from uh, the source here, Independent Journal Review. Uh, so, yep, definitely janky bitch is gone. Uh, but now President Joe Biden's administration is picking two people to lead a review and assessment of the board. I want those things in the light, right, where everyone can see what's really going on. And if you relegate them back to the shadows, the, the muggles out there will assume it's not happening. Oh, so, and then it's harder so to combat. The, so you thought the disinformation board was the only ones in the government doing this, did you? No, I'm saying like when, when, the, right. when those things so happen, you flick the light the on. Right? They're going to do what they do behind our back regardless, but they're not going to brag about all of it. Okay. And I'm glad that this is not considered bragworthy in our civilization right now. Okay. It's it's easier I mean, to, it's easier to get people on your side if you can point to actual things that they're doing rather than, you know, then like me you get relegated to the realm of conspiracy theory. Where you go like, well, you don't know because it's not out in the mainstream media. Well, the good news is that people were loud enough about this particular topic that forced their hand into acting in some way shape or form yeah they went whoops we tried to move the overton window and now we're moving it back i always think right. of rick yeah, overton <laughs> whenever somebody brings up the overton window he's a comic from back in the day i'm old what can i say we are supposed to be getting like 250 dollars we are um, when are we getting yeah, this I money mean, are the chinooks dropping that from uh, from the sky no for people resident of new mexico it's a gift from our governor. A to gift? Help us out. Oh, from the governor? Wait, your governor makes enough money to give everybody in New Mexico $250? He took 500 well, from the family, first. You might, call, you might get about 1500 A, th- like a, it, a like gift from your month? governor? Are you sure the money's coming from the governor and not somewhere else? Because I don't think governors make that much money. Well, the thing is that it's he a, signed a bill. state fund or it's a bill that... Uh, allocate some money that would get distributed to people that... All right, but where does the money come here? from? It's not really her, her personal account, but it's her state account or right. federal account. Okay, where does that money know. Where does that money come from? I guess all the people that... that all, I guess it comes from all the people that live in this country, I guess. And, and by... But whatever that got left over from... War, you know, whatever, whatever left we don't spend the war spending. By, by what means yeah, do they collect this spending, money? Yes. By what means do they collect this money, Sarah? Well, I don't know. I mean, don't we get some kind of a state budget? I grew up in the number one marijuana growing county of the United States back in the 90s. So we were we were a product of the Humble war. County? And I was, I, I was Holmes County. I was part of the Smoke Free class of 2000, and there in the late 90s, we were the number one marijuana producer in the U.S. Nice. So, um, 
we we had a lot of that growing up, the indoctrination, war on drugs, signing all these things in the fourth grade that we were never going to smoke and all this stuff. So anyway, yeah. I look back on that and see now. I'm you a know. proud D.A.R.E. graduate. But, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a homeschool mom now. I have three boys. And it's just funny to see their personalities develop. And um, I was born a rebel. I always tell my husband I was born this way. And I switched to the Libertarian Party about 10 or 15 years ago. But um, I have one son who is first born more of a rule follower. And then I have two other boys who are born rebels. And so how do you guys sway the person who thinks that they need the structure and the rules to libertarianism? Uh, for, for those people, you know, like just just philosophy. Some people just gravitate toward there's, the, the structure. Yeah, there's nothing wrong Even with from rules. Young age. Right. That's that's part of it for me. Like people are like you're the anarchist. I thought you don't like rules. No, I like <laughs> rules. If you have the rules up front, right, and then you enter the game, you you obligate yourself to play that game by the rules. And if you choose not to play by the rules, you ought to choose a different game, right? So there are some members of the you know libertarian community that want to get into the game of politics. Yes. But they say like, well, if we lose, I'm not going to follow those rules. And I would say, well, then don't enter that game, right? If you're not going right. to abide by the rules when you lose, you ought not compel people to abide by the rules if you win, which is rare as a libertarian, right? But if you're not, if you're going to break the rules just stay out of the game like right. that's not the game for you yeah. mm -hmm. well and and yeah. of course when you enter into the political game one must realize if you know and i'm not talking about you specifically bambi i'm talking to listeners in general uh, one must realize that they are the ones who make the rules and they like to change them yeah. uh, particularly if you're abiding by them they like to change them on you right uh, just because they can Right. So, so if you yeah. enter a private, you know, institution like, you know, the store or the ballpark or whatever, and it says don't chew gum, right, you ought to follow that rule because you're entering there voluntarily. Right. But I did not yeah. agree to the speed limit, right? I just, I'm just a traveler. Right. And as such, yeah. since I didn't agree, I'm not obligated to abide by that rule. I can I? Yeah, yes, I can drive under the speed limit. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.